True Connections is a journey within to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these true connections so that you can get into the flow of life, receive the things that you want without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. Imagine being small, like a tiny, tiny doll placed in the front door of a wonderfully designed dollhouse with all of its darling detail. Outside this dollhouse... There is miniature green grass in the front yard, a small oak tree with a rope hanging from a branch that actually swings. Inside, you can see the kitchen beneath the stairs with its little copper pots and pans hanging over the mini electric stove. The dining room is perfectly set with all the dishes, food placed in the center of the table, all prepared for the little family to sit down and eat. You are likely living too small. Once upon a time, I remember hearing a TV evangelist constantly preach, You've got to reduce your standard of living. All in the name of God. I share this up front because this is the exact opposite of what Source desires for you. If this kind of thinking came from the pulpit, your mom and dad or anyone else, it's got to go. Technically, you can live small if you want to. And if you let me be very direct, being small can be summarized in one word, disempowerment. Living small is just another way of choosing to be limited. Living small is a mindset that results in a lifestyle. It's an existence because as you choose to become small, then you position yourself in life accordingly. Living small sounds like this. Your voice really doesn't matter. It's not important what you think. Do you really think that you are going to make a difference? Why try? When I was a child, I remember being ignored. Specifically, I recall standing next to an adult where my head was maybe at their waist level. I felt small because I was small, and as a result, I wasn't seen. Like any other child, I expect, I'd pull on someone's trousers or shirt tails trying to get their attention. It was clear that I wasn't being noticed because I was a kid. Right then, I remember thinking to myself, I can't wait until I'm tall enough to be heard. It was frustrating being a youngster, having to wait until my body was tall enough. I'm tall enough now, but you can be a full-sized adult and still be choosing to live too small, can't you? It isn't about money ego, or trying to be something that you're not. Living small prevents you from connecting to your higher self and source and all your power. Living small is a direct result of thinking small, and thinking small is a mindset. Let me share with you a story. When I was in my 20s, my brother-in-law and I were locked out of our offices. In short, my brother-in-law forgot his keys. One of us had the ridiculous idea of breaking into our own office suite to get whatever it is that we needed. The thought was, we didn't have time to drive the hour plus to go get the office keys. It was too inconvenient. 
I was the one that did have the idea that if I could get a boost up the outside wall of our offices, I could remove the ceiling tiles and climb into the ceiling and come down on the inside. I thought this would be easy, somewhat like climbing a brick wall. All I had to do was remove a couple of the white 18 by 18 tiles and climb over the outside wall and into the ceiling and down on the inside. Well, it didn't exactly work out that way. Actually, nothing that I had anticipated worked out. To make a long story short, I got a boost from my brother-in-law up the outside wall, and I did manage to climb into the ceiling of our offices. What I didn't anticipate was how I was going to go from a horizontal crawling position to landing vertically in my feet without hitting a desk or a chair. Nothing about my venture was going well, especially when the whole ceiling started to break because of my weight. The ceiling did break, and miraculously, I pulled my feet up just in time to land somewhat on my feet as the rest of the ceiling continued to fall down upon me. It scared me, and it should have. What I did was silly and dumb, and all because I was thinking small. I'm sharing this story not because I'm proud of what I did. It was expensive to fix our office ceiling, the mess that we created, and worse, I could have been seriously hurt. I was thinking and living small. And living small does cost you. And it's a lot more than you think it is. Living small costs you. If you have been or are still in the habit of reducing yourself, it's time to make a change. And let's be big about it. Outrageous even. Why? Because your mind doesn't distinguish between being small versus being big. The universe is a mighty big place. In fact, physically speaking, it's so vast that your mind can't conceive it. I could try, but that would take us into long distances, measured in numbers that ultimately you won't remember. So why try, right? No! This is what it sounds like to be thinking of living small. It's important to note that this little planet that you call home is so infinitesimally small. Just because it's small doesn't mean that you have to live small. You have at your disposal right now the means to perceive how large this galaxy is. And to put things into perspective, this is just one of many galaxies. I'm going to offer you three simple points to your choosing to live big. First, you must set aside any notion of who you think you are based upon your current circumstances. To think that you are limited to the environment around you would be a major stumbling block to you living large. By the way, living large doesn't mean necessarily living extravagant, although you shouldn't rule that out. The environment around you does affect the way you see things, but it doesn't have to be a limitation. When we set ourselves in an environment that is small, it can have an adverse effect on our thinking. This is tough. It can feel like you're going against the grain of your environment. But this isn't necessarily a bad thing. If you grew up in a tough environment, you can shake it loose. I think the best way to think of it is to imagine yourself as an actor on stage. The stage is set to create a certain scene or environment. And as you've seen, if you've gone to the theater, the stage can change. Since you're the director of your own life, you can create any stage that you want. If you've grown up or been conditioned to think and live small, you need to blow this up with some radically large thoughts. Right now, what would be one single thought that would break you out from living small? Can you think of one? What would transform your life into living large?
may I? Let me offer you this contribution. If you really know who you are, you will likely resonate with the truth and your environment is something to observe, but it isn't a prison. For example, let me share with you this channeling about who you are. The moment that you've come here, you've been forced into an identity along with your body and the environment around you. And each has chosen to be dependent. You must realize that this beginning of your earthly time isn't the end, unless you choose it to be. To understand your true nature and your true self is to experience the bloom of transcendence that is made available to you in the knowledge that you are a creator. To be a creator is without limit. While the birds create nests and the bees make honey, you are not limited in any way. There's nothing that you can't create. To create poverty in a space that is truly abundant is done by those who believe that they are slaves and forever dependent upon another master. This is to be appreciated, but it isn't you. Step forward into the knowledge of who you are. And this brings us wonderfully into the second point. To live large, you must realize the magnificence of who you are. It's impossible for you to be majestic and live small unless this is done with purpose, as an actor would participate in a scene on a small stage. The world is but a small stage, and you are not limited to it. You never have been. The world or better described, the world that you have created, is a function of what you think and believe. Your first environment was offered to you. Some of this was majestic, some of it wasn't. Those who were born into difficult environments are often the most challenged. But this does not mean that you need to live small. On the contrary, it was never your intention to stay small. It was for you to experience the taste of living small, not to be limited to it. This would be even true if you live your whole life living small. In understanding the truth of your omnipotence, you can't remain small. This would be like Mount Everest trying to hide. While it can do so amidst the clouds, the clouds do not hide the very nature of the wonder. In the same way, clouds cannot obscure the Grand Canyon and the beauty of the creation. It can't be concealed. As you allow the revelation of your true nature, then whatever clouds you have created are at best blocking the view. Appreciating the very nature of your divinity is not in question, nor can it ever be. As you've experienced, you can remain unclear or in doubt, although it's not encouraged. You aren't afraid of the power that stirs within you as much as you're confused in how to direct it. This is a significant point one worthy of your continued contemplation. For as you see yourself, as you are, then you can't remain small, undervalued, insignificant, or in the dark. You must allow yourself to resonate in the truth that you are all-powerful. These words are extended to you because they are familiar, not just to your mind and its ability to interpret the language, because we speak to you on a soul level. The idea that you've played small on stage in whatever capacity is to be acknowledged, but the time is now that you would extend yourself fully and completely in the light. To know who you are and your magnificence is something that is genuinely felt. Can you feel it now? To what degree? We do not ask this question in confrontation of what you have chosen, 
but rather an encouragement to see yourself as the light. To do so, this means that you have been enlightened. Recognize you are not limited. To be at one is a state of divinity, or sometimes is described as bliss, which is artfully honored. But to be at one means that there is no separation, and this means that everything, even the infinite things that you can't see or observe, are still a part of you. No part of you is small, nor could it ever be. As you might have guessed, everything you've been hearing has been channeled. Now for the third point. Creators are designed to create. If you're not creating, then you're living small. Every time you create, as in anything, you will feel indescribable sensations as you do. I don't know why, but the word create really confuses a lot of people. Let me make it even clearer. Creation, as a word, is foundational in nature. Think conception. Whenever you're thinking, you're creating. If your creating is reduced to living small, guess what you're creating? Yes, you've got it. You're conceiving small. In the olden days, many family surnames describe what the household created. For example, carpenters were builders, mercers were merchants, masons were block layers, and jollies were <laughs> happy people. No kidding. In history, we can recognize that family names often define the occupation of the family. Just as the name creator is used to describe the creator, it is also used as a name to describe you as a creator. This is important to understand and really be grateful for. As a creator, it's possible for you to create and live in miniature little dollhouses. But maybe there's so much more to life than living small. To live large means to incorporate the whole flow of life and to create accordingly. I live in the city. The land that my current house sits on was once a part of a 160-acre ranch built by, get this, <laughs> the Jolly family. No, I didn't know this. That was until I went and looked it up. I mean, I think that you can imagine my surprise to learn that the quote, Jolly family, once owned a 160-acre track. The very house that I'm living in is only less than a half a mile away from what was the main hacienda when they once lived here. And as far as I know, I'm not related. And if I am, I'll let you know later. This Jolly family of 1921 sold it to another family called the McCormicks. Today, my subdivision is called McCormick Ranch. This family wintered here, but they also enjoyed Arabian horses and founded an equestrian center. They also originated the Arizona Arabian Horse Show, which is known worldwide because it's one of the first in the world to exclusively exhibit and sell Arabians. Interesting, huh? I'm sharing all of this because the McCormick family was a group of creators, the same exact way that you and I are. There is no difference between you and them. As a creator, which is your name, you have the whole universe in which to create in. Now, as a creator of this podcast and the subject of living small, I'm now wondering, spiritually wondering, if I stumbled onto something that I need to further explore about my own family history. Again, to remind me to live a lot larger. I want you to remember this. It's a lot easier to manifest in accordance with your potential than to deny it.
Let me summarize what we've been talking about. Living small is a habit of mind which becomes tangible as a result of thinking small. We are all encouraged to remember these three points to living large, which are set aside any notions of who you think you are based upon your current circumstances. Two, you must realize the magnificence of who you are. And three, creators are designed to create. I know this resonates with you, as I can feel it. I hope you can, too. Enjoy living large in all of your manifestations, as this is who you are. For us to make true connections, we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments, so please leave a review at westonjolly.com forward slash review, or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection, and it's a tremendous help to others, too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.